these hands are clean. I am not involved in any criminality. 50,000 is a small amount for me. I never thought that would be so cheap that anyone can buy me, put me in a pocket, back pocket or front pocket for 50,000. No such thing ever happened. That was Jackie Celebi dismissing corruption allegations back in 2006. Less than four years later, he became the first head of Interpol to be convicted of corruption, ending an illustrious career. Judge Mayor Joffe summed it up at the end of the trial. Counsel for the accused argued that the accused has already suffered. It is pointed out that his fall from high office to where he now finds himself is probably the greatest fall from grace in the history of South Africa. Whether it is the greatest fall from grace or not is not certain. Suffice it to say the accused has fallen from high office. Jackie Selo Celebi was born in Johannesburg on the 7th of March 1950. He played a leading role in the black university student organization, SASO. He trained as a teacher but was fired from the Orlando West High School in Soweto in 1975 for politicizing learners. Following the unprecedented 1976 student uprising, Celebi became a key ANC underground organizer recruiting youths for training abroad. In exile in the 1980s, Celebi was involved in the World Federation of Democratic Youth in Hungary, led the ANC Youth League and served on the ANC National Executive Committee. ANC veteran Ruth Mumpati met Celebi when he joined the ANC's armed wing, Unkonto Sizwe. Jackie Celebi was a very disciplined cadre. Even his leadership there, he was able to put uh, the youth of South Africa on the map of the world. He really did very good work. Ruth Mumpati, who served as mayor of the small northwest town of Freiburg, stood fully behind Jackie Celebi. And even after his conviction, she told the SABC that she couldn't believe a man she describes as a disciplined cadre of the struggle movement could commit such a crime. Celebi was responsible for repatriating ANC exiles back home following the unbanning of the liberation movement in 1990. Five years later, then-President Nelson Mandela appointed Celebi as South Africa's first black ambassador to the United Nations in Geneva, Switzerland. A successful diplomat, he was even on first-name terms with key international figures such as Kofi Annan, Mary Robinson and the late Princess Diana. ANC Deputy Secretary-General Jesse Duarte says the ANC will remember Salibi's contribution to the struggle. Jackie Salibi made a mistake, but I and others who knew him very well will remember him for what he did that was good and kind. In 1998, Jackie Salibi was honoured for leading the 1997 Oslo Diplomatic Conference that banned anti-personnel landmines and the 54th session of the UN Commission on Human Rights. Celebi had a short stint as the Director General of Foreign Affairs, but left after an apparent fallout with then-Minister Ngozizana Dlamini Zuma. He was thrown into the spotlight when President Thabo Mbeki appointed him as the first black national police commissioner on the 1st of January 2000, replacing George Fivers. His appointment was lauded, seeing as he was a well-respected leader who could raise the image of the police and deal with crime devastating the country. Two years later, he was elected vice president of the world's largest international police organization, 
Interpol and later served as president from 2004 to 2008. We were not elected because we were Africans. We were elected because everybody thought we were capable to lead the organization. It's a good thing for Africans to be recognized. Jackie Salebi's world started crumbling on the 11th of January 2008. The National Prosecuting Authority charged Salebi with corruption and defeating the ends of justice. It was alleged that between 2000 and 2005, Salebi had received about 1.2 million rands from convicted drug trafficker Glenn Agliotti, the murdered mining magnate Brett Kebble, former Hyundai boss Billy Rautenbach and others. The NPA believed that Salebi had a long-standing corrupt relationship with Agliotti, who was subsequently acquitted for Kebble's 2005 murder. Earlier, Salebi was famously quoted as saying of Agliotti, quote, he is my friend, Finnish and Kla, unquote. Former security head of the airport's company of South Africa, Paul O'Sullivan, had also compiled a damning dossier on Salebi, claiming he was entangled in the criminal underworld. With the fact from uh, uh, midnight last night, uh, the, uh, we've given the National Commissioner of Police uh, extended leave of absence. President Thabo Mbeki had earlier dismissed the allegations against Salebi as nothing more than rumour and speculation. The following day, Interpol announced that Salebi had resigned as its president. His stint in the witness box grabbed headlines as Judge Mayor Joffe labelled him a liar who manufactured evidence to fit his lies. Mr Salebi, you were an embarrassment in the witness box. Firstly, you were an embarrassment to the office that you occupied. It is inconceivable that the person who occupied the office of National Commissioner of Police could have been such a stranger to the truth. Struggle veteran Ruth Mompati testified for Jackie Salibi during his sentencing hearing. She blamed the media for his fall from grace. Particularly the press, it seemed to have been out to assassinate uh, uh, uh character. They really wanted to make sure that they finish him. I do hope that one day the truth will come out because I am confident and certain that Silibe uh, did not uh, uh, steal those uh, thousands which he's supposed to have steal. Not the Silibe I worked with. And he can't, he can't have changed so much. The Salebi corruption investigation was fraught with political battles, ultimately leading to the axing of NPA head advocate Vusi Pikoli. With Salebi's conviction, South Africa became arguably the only country in the world to successfully prosecute corruption charges against a high-ranking police official. Even after being handed a 15-year sentence, Salebi dominated the headlines. After losing his appeal at the Supreme Court of Appeal, he collapsed and was rushed to hospital. He was diagnosed with diabetes and kidney disease. His prison cell was converted into a specialized medical ward and he was later given medical parole, a move heavily criticized, especially when he was later spotted out and about.